Mornings. It's Friday, June 4th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, the sounds and smells of the Golden Girls having sex. Plus, Humpty Dumpty is a pedophile. The United Auto Workers Union wants to sing you a song about sexual assault and attack of the penis drones. All this today on DV. Hello. Hello, Joseph. Yes. It's Tim Henson from the phone company. I'm calling to let you know we're going to be changing your phone number on Monday. You're going what to get four. You're going to get a brand new phone number. You're going to get one of those new phone numbers that's like really long. Why? Uh, just you know, just you got, we we we're, we ran out of phone numbers and we don't have enough to go around, so we're just going to change yours to a 13-digit number. Well, what's wrong with the number I have? Uh, well, a celebrity outbid you on it. So, uh, what there, do you mean? I, I never had an opportunity to bid on it. Well, we knew you couldn't afford it, so we, we just went ahead and let him bid on it. I don't want. I do not want my number changed. Oh, it's too late. We've already signed the contract. Um, he's going to get your phone. I, I, I have signed no contract. I give no permission. No, I mean the, I, the celebrity signed the contract. We, we, we already took his money. Well, you better do something about me keeping well, this number because this is the number I signed for. This is the number I was given. This is a number I've had for a number of years. Yeah, but it's not and really it, your phone number. It belongs to the phone company. It belongs to AT&T. Well, you better do something about it because I'm, I, want, I want this number kept right here. Oh, well, too late. Too late. No, we're going to give you a brand new phone number. It's going to be well, 13. You, you, who am I talking to? So when I contact a lawyer, I can tell them what's going on. Oh, tell them Tim Henson, Cincinnati, Ohio. 400 Oak Tim Street. Henson. Yeah. Where are you from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. 400 Oak Street, come, Kmart. And you're coming, you're coming into California and changing my number? Yeah, well, no, you know, the phone company, it's all the same all over the country. Cincinnati Bell is the same thing as AT&T. But anyway, it, it, like, it's not a big deal. It's just a phone number. Nobody cares about phone numbers, do they? I do, because that means I have to go back and come up with a 13-digit memory now. Yeah, well, you know, just put it in your speed dial. Piece of cake. Well, I, I definitely do not want this number changed. I don't care if you're Cincinnati Bell. You know, it, it's it's not a big deal. And, and the cool thing is that you'll, you're going to have the private phone number of a celebrity because he'll have your old phone number. Cause he no, out, he I, out, I don't want it. Don't change it. You can call this. This conversation has ended. I want this number kept no, you, as is. You can call up the celebrity anytime you want and just say... I do not want to call no celebrity but it, about my old phone number. But it's Carrot Top. Do you know who Carrot Top is? I don't care who it is. I'm not a celebrity fan. Well, I don't care if it was John Wayne. I'm not a celebrity fan. I don't care if it was Marilyn Monroe. I'm not a celebrity fan. Well, I think they're dead. Do not change my number. You're just naming dead people. I can um, name live ones. Do you want those? Robert Redford? Well, I think Faye he's Dunaway. dead. No. They don't mean a thing to me. None of these celebrities mean a thing to me. Yeah, okay. Well, we're getting off track here. I just Do you want your new phone number? Because I've, I've got it here. It's a really long one. You better get a pin. Okay, give me your name first. Tim? Yeah. Tim Henson. H- Isn't that strange? Yeah. Why, why is that strange? Because uh, I don't believe that's your real name. Why don't Tim you? Tim Henson. Why would you say it's not my... Why, I'm, I don't lie. I'm a Christian. You're with uh, Cincinnati Bell? Yep. Yep. Otherwise known as AT&T. 
otherwise o- known as AT&T. 400 Oak Street. And um, can you tell that lady in the background to shut up? Like, she keeps talking. Oh, okay. That, that was a thing that made him hang up. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Get off my phone! Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Why does man have such a sweet rectum? Get off my phone, you little pinhead! This is the fun thing. All right, hey, freaks. Tim back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a good one for you today. Let me just preempt anything else I was going to talk about and share with you a very short clip, but I thought it was hilarious. It's always fun to own the pedophiles. It's hard to bring an entire nation together. We're very politically divided, a lot of anger and animosity. But one thing that can really unite us is our disdain, our hatred for the pedophile. They're the one group of people that we can really get behind and say, yeah, fuck those guys. Nothing too bad can happen to them. That's why I feel the patron saint of the United States really should be Chris Hansen. I cannot believe that I'm actually thinking about licking your cat. All right, that was probably not the best sound clip I could have used. That was edited. I like rape. There we go. Chris Hansen was the host of To Catch a Predator. I want to meet you and fool around. Are you up to meeting tonight, hon? So many creeps were featured on that program. Busted. I'm horny for you. Thank you. Laugh out loud. Most of those sound clips, by the way, uh, were from my favorite part of To Catch a Predator. That's when Chris Hansen would whip out a piece of paper with chat transcripts. And he would read them right in front of the pedophiles. Like, did you say this to a 13-year-old girl? Can I rape you anally? That's more of a third date question. These pedophiles have no couth. Anyway, these To Catch a Predator specials would air on Dateline over there on NBC. They haven't done an episode of this in, uh, what, a decade plus? I think there was some lawsuits or maybe one of the Predators saw themselves on TV and then killed themselves. It was just a financial liability for NBC. Thankfully, just as To Catch a Predator was ending, the rise of YouTube was just beginning to take off. And now we've got millions of asshole vigilantes willing to talk to pedophiles and entrap them. Yeah, there are a lot of pedophile poaching channels, as they are called. Their goal is kind of the same as To Catch a Predator, except instead of ratings, YouTubers are looking for likes and subscribes. Don't forget to smash that bell. Also, most pedophile poachers don't really know the laws, what they're allowed and not allowed to do. And while it's fun to confront pedophiles, uh, a lot of times they're doing more of a disservice to the police investigating these matters. That being said, we've featured pedophile poaching YouTube channels a bunch here on the show. I've got a very short clip from one today. It's only about a minute and a half. It looks like in the clip, a pedophile is getting out of his car, preparing to meet with a a young child. And uh, the, the, the description of the video reads, pedophile that looks like a fat Danny DeVito gets confronted and starts to screech. That's really part of why this video is funny. You you, you have to see this short little fat fuck. So I urge you all to check out the featured image over there at distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com. Or if you are utilizing a podcast app that enables chapter artwork, you're probably staring at this roly-poly monstrosity right now. Some comments include, that is the angriest hard-boiled egg I've ever seen. Followed by, Humpty Dumpty as fuck. 
Just a, a tiny bit of backstory before I play this clip. Apparently, this is the fourth time this pedophile has been caught by this particular YouTuber. That tells me a few things. One, this squishy baked potato really, really loves... Oi, pussy. Oi, pussy. Oi, pussy. Oi, pussy. Oi, pussy. Yeah, the other thing that tells me is these YouTube investigations as the pedophile poachers call them, result in, like, nothing being done. The pedophiles are never arrested because a YouTuber confronts them. All right, enough of me talking. Here is uh, the clip of the confrontation. It looks like it's taking place in a parking lot near a car dealership. Y'all know is a hotbed of pedophile activity. Hello, how's it going, guys? Can I help you guys find anything? How's it going? Can I help you guys find anything here? He's coming to pick up his loaner. Oh, he didn't. Like oh, you didn't want to pick up a 13-year-old car or a 14-year-old car, 15-year-old car? Lost. Yeah. Jason, once again, you're at it, and this is all the evidence, buddy. This is all the evidence, buddy. This is all the evidence. I'm calling the cops right now, ma'am. I'm calling the cops right now. Jason, on Kijiji, hand 13-year-old hand. Jason, hands 13 years old. Hands 13. <laughs> this little guy is running towards the dealership. Here's the weird thing. Like, he's obviously really getting a loaner car. He's with some woman. Is the woman a pedophile too? He's cleaning out his car. Like, this little hard-boiled egg is grabbing stuff from his visor and glove compartment. I mean, maybe he's just multitasking. He's like, all right, I'll get my loaner car. Fuck a child. It's going to be a very busy day for me. I'm calling the cops right now. Jason. It's, that's pretty much the, the clip. It's just this this guy screaming. Gigi, hand, 13-year-old thir- hand. Jason, hands 13 years old. Hands 13 years old, Jason. All the evidence is here. All the evidence is here, Jason. Call the police, please. We're now inside the car dealership. This is here, Jason. Call the police, please. Call the police. Please. Call the police. Call the police. Get lost. He's a moron. Call the police. 13 years old. This is my fourth time busting him. My fourth time busting him. Please me. Yeah. Fourth fourth time I busted him for wanting to get with a 13-year-old girl. Fourth time I busted him. Fourth time. Han on Kijiji, 13-year-old. You want you want to lure outside? You wanna you want her to live in with you? You talk to me. Okay. Look, this is all the evidence right here, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I am. That's assault right now. You're assault. Assault number one. I am pressing charges. I am pressing charges. Yeah. Jason, just read this, brother. Read this. The pedophile really is dumb. I was looking at some of the chat transcripts. Apparently, he was going after little kids on an app called Kijiji, which is a classified ads app for, like, you know, if you want to sell something you have like a lawnmower or if you're looking for a job or something the decoy was playing a 14 year old looking for some extra money maybe like a babysitting job or something and the pedophile was like i'll pay you to come live with me you know one of those kind of guys and then the decoy's like how old are you and this danny devito looking motherfucker said 14 he said 14 and then sent a picture He's bald. He's a bald man. <laughs> Take a look at the chapter artwork. It's insanity. I, You know, if a teenager fell for that, 
they almost deserve to be. I'm going to stop what I was going to say right there. And let's move on to some other sexy content. Over the years, we've also featured a lot of triple X porn parodies. You know, porno versions of movies. Uh, there was one based on the Dukes of Hazard called the Dicks of Hazard. It was a gay one. I mean, these are nothing new. Although, I will say about 10 or 15 years ago, porn parodies really just started incorporating the real names of the shows, which I thought was like against the law, like copyright infringement or something. You can't call a, uh, a porn like Seinfeld or you know <laughs> something like that. But what you can do, the porn companies figured out a way around this. They uh, they just they they call the films this ain't Seinfeld triple X and of course Seinfeld's in huge letters this ain't is in smaller letters and they really gave the this ain't treatment to just about every major TV show from the past 30 or 40 years this ain't friends this ain't the nanny I don't know why I went like right to the nanny when thinking about notable shows from the last 30 years you know the classic the nanny one of my personal favorites was This Ain't Saved by the Bell, Triple X. They went through the trouble of recreating the theme song. Well, I couldn't sleep this morning because the chick I'm with is horny and I don't think that I'll make it on time. When I go to grab my book, she gives me a look. So I jump back into bed and watch the bus fly by. It's no good to DV listener Tim T ran across the full version of the Triple X porn parody, This Ain't the Golden Girls. It's a real movie featuring real old broads. It's really disgusting. Yes, this film is from 2015, features Blanche, Dorothy, Rose, and of course, Sophia, that acid tongue little munchkin. And I remember seeing parts of this. I don't know if we ever featured it on the podcast. If so, I apologize. I've got a shitty memory. I feel like what could have happened is I saw this movie and said, you know what? We've been playing too many clips of old ladies getting railed on the show. I'll save this for another day. And then I never came back to it. So uh, this ain't the Golden Girls is, of course, fashioned after an episode. It's like a TV show. It's got the fake laughter laugh track and everything i don't know the plot of this episode uh, i don't think it matters they're all gonna have sex i haven't had a big thick sausage in my mouth in 20 years call him up invite him over i'll blow him Ma. yeah well we know the sophia and the dorothy characters there call him up invite him over i'll blow him Ma. i used to date a boy named jimmy dean that's it i quit my life is over. I'm ready to die. What are you talking about? My last chance to have oral sex before I die? And Blanche has already sucked off Jimmy Dean. What's all this talk about dying? What's gotten into you? Apparently, nothing's gotten into her. Therein lays the problem. Let's face it. 
I'm 84 years old, my pussy's dry, and my life is grinding to a halt. I'm pretty sure this episode was nominated for an Emmy. The first actual sex scene involves the Blanche character who is uh, sitting on her bed while some man is uh, doing some adjustments. Handiwork. Okay, Blanche, there you go. This bed should be able to take some extreme pounding. Let me tighten the nuts. Well, let me tighten your nuts. Okay, she just grabbed his cock. It's really nice seeing you again after all these years. Hush, Jack. I'm dying to see if I can shove your cock all the way down my throat like I did in college. A sophisticated Southern belle like Blanche Devereaux would not talk like that. She's not some floozy barfly with a with a sailor's mouth. The writers don't know the character. Um, your roommate's going to hear us? Oh, not if we do it right. Plus, they left for church early and we're headed to the farmer's market after. A lot of extra information we don't need there. They could have cut some of the fat out of this scene, but okay. Oh, Jack. Remember little Jack? Oh, uh, no, there's nothing uh, little about uh, you. Oh, uh, Jack. Uh, oh, Jack. Some old lady gwaggle gwaggle happening here. No penetration in this scene. Just uh, dick sucking and then he finishes on Blanche's chest. The next golden girl to have sex is, oh God, Sophia. She's using a, an escort service or a dating service, I guess. And some guy comes over and promptly starts sucking on her titties. I know it's been a long time, but you don't have to take it easy on me. I'm a good, tough old brood. This gets way more intense than the Blanche scene. It's not just dick sucking. This guy goes right down to Sophia's cunt <gasps> and starts eating it. <sighs> <sighs> That's what you want to hear. There you go. Stick that wet tongue between mama's fat pussy lips. Yeah. It feels good. It feels real good. Salvador, forgive me. It's been 20 years. For those of you that don't remember, Salvador is uh, Sophia's husband that died. I love the fan service in this film. This old bitch growls like an animal. See what she sounds like when uh, she's getting pounded here. Yes. Take that pussy. Take the pussy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. How is this guy hard? He's a true professional. Come on. Go ahead. Take that pussy. Come on. Go ahead. There you go, Arrow Flynn. Take that pussy before it's dead. Come on. There you go. I'm going to be sick. Uh, real quick, let me just uh, power through. I want to give each of these ladies their time to shine. Next up is uh, Rose's big scene. She's not with the group. She's not in the house. Where could she be? wonder where Rose is. She went down to the church to pray for our sins. Well, at least she's safe at the church. 
And apparently we now see Rose and the priest talking in the priest's backyard, complete with a pool. Goodness, Father, I didn't know priests had swimming pools. Yeah, and we're actually building a casino, too. Wow. But let me get this straight, Father. You're telling me that God wants me to put my mouth on your penis and testicles? Yeah, we're starting not to really spend a lot of time on plot anymore. Hi, I'm a priest. Hi, priest. You're telling me you want me to suck your cock for God? Yep. All right, let's do it. Oral sex is a God-given pleasure, bros. You should enjoy what the Lord has giveth you. I love my triple X porn parodies with a side of blasphemy. Well, Father, anything to please the Lord. And away we go. Truth be told, Rose's sex scene is rather boring. You know, she doesn't make any noise. She doesn't really talk. Uh, here's what happens at the end when, when she's recapping her experience with the girls. Jesus Christ, Rose. You mean to tell me he had intercourse with you in the church garden? He did. And it was wonderful. I feel much closer to God. Closer to her piece is more like it. Oh, that's Sophia. It's probably the first time Father McCormick bypassed a young boy's asshole for an old woman's cunt. Mom! Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, who's the last one that hasn't had sex? Oh, Dorothy hasn't had sex. So, she calls the escort service. And a guy is sent over. Beforehand, she's very nervous. She's sitting with the girls. Oh, I'm so nervous. Don't be nervous, Dorothy. Use my bedroom. I have a black light. I bet Blanche's cum-stained sheets look like Star Wars under the black light. How do I look? Like an elderly substitute teacher who hasn't been laid in 15 years. It's funny seeing old women with big fake Rock hard tits. Anyway, uh, her sex isn't that interesting either. Uh, I thought it would be great if the guy that came from the agency would have been her ex husband, Stan. You know what I mean? Like that would have been a you know like a you know bald guy wearing a wig and everything. That would be funny. But no, it's just uh, some young guy banging this old broad. Oh yeah. Again, pretty standard sex. Dorothy sums it up nicely. He pulled out an eight-inch cock. He put it in my face. Oh. I went down on him. He went down on me. He fucked me in four glorious positions. And then he finally pulled out and came all over my face and my mouth. Holy shit. I'm horny. I want to go jump in my bed. Oh, that's so Blanche. So there you go. That's This Ain't the Golden Girls triple X porn parody. I watched it so you don't have to. Ting. Couple more uh, just short random clips before we get into the news. I've got an odd piece from the United Auto Workers. You know, that uh, union. They produced a sexual harassment PSA slash song circa 1984. Take a listen. Women who are involved in this type of a situation can quit and can give up. This woman is has huge eyes. She's not blinking. She's staring into my soul and she's creeping me the fuck out. Can quit and can give up. 
and walk away. Or they can stand up and say, I don't want you doing this to me. You can't do this to me. Right on. And I'm going to stab you. Did she just say she's going to stab the person who sexually assaulted her? Rock on, sister. I got to hear that again. What What did she actually say? It's, it can't be stab. I don't want you doing this to me. You can't do this to me. And I'm going to stab you. What the fuck? I'm going to... St- Stop, babe. I'm going to stop you. That seems like the obvious thing, but when she says it, it does not sound like stop. Do this to me, and I'm going to stab you. I guess it kind of does. Oh, now we're getting into the song. Oh, I love a good sexual harassment song. You know what you're doing to me (laughs) by harassing me sexually. Are you kidding me? You know what you're doing to me when you harass me sexually. Not bad. So just keep your hands to yourself. Biden is here protecting me. Do you really want to know how it feels? Your touches, your leers, your jokes and your sneers. As the boss, you have power over me. This music, by the way, is playing over the credits of the UAW uh, UAW sexual harassment uh, PSA or, or workplace training video or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, it's totally unnecessary. We, you know, th- this video does not need a soundtrack. Talking to my sister, yeah. things are changing, you see. No more sexual harassment. On the official UAW sexual harassment song on Arista Records. I'm a woman of the union. The credits, by the way, are over with at this point. And now it's just the UAW logo. And I guess they're just going to just finish up the song here. Got another minute. And I'm telling all of you This is some pretty heavy shit. If you want to survive, if you haven't got a union, then you better organize. Ooh, this is some union propaganda shit. I love it. No more sexual harassment. If you're not part of a union, you're gonna get raped at the workplace. It's in my contract, you see. All right, this is very repetitive. I, again, this is not necessary. So just keep your hands to yourself. My union is here protecting me. There you go. The UAW takes sexual harassment very seriously. Final clip I wanted to share with you today is just because we were talking about Vince Neal from Motley Crue not too long ago. He's had some really awful live performances. He just sort of screams in the mic and sings gibberish, thinking the audience won't know. Because, you know, in a lot of the Motley Crue songs, he sings fast. You know. Audiences aren't that stupid. And then we played some of his cameos. He, you know, you, for 250 bucks or something, you can pay Vince Neil to wish you a happy birthday. And it seems like he's kind of drunk most of the time doing that. Uh, I've got a new clip for you. This was just from a few days ago. Vince Neil back on stage. He's well rested after the pandemic. But a year of just like sitting around doing nothing. Here he is giving up in the middle of a song. So I guess he's not so well rested. This is like 
during one of their big songs. Girls, girls, girls. This is one of the reasons why people will go to see Motley Crue. Girls, girls, girls. The band continues to play. The backing vocals are still going on. (laughs) Guys, I'm sorry. My voice is gone. Gas, gas, gas. Oh, no. Yeah, he's walking off stage. Oh, how could you leave your bandmates hanging like that? Oh, those poor guys. So, you know, Vince Neil seems like he's doing real good. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily and would like to support it, step on up to the Sideshow DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this since 2004. I didn't misspeak. I know what I'm saying. And it's true. Distorted View Daily was really one of the first daily comedy podcasts out there. We're very long running, very successful. Thousands and thousands of past shows in the archives. We've got to be approaching 4,000 at this point. Uh, You'll gain access to every single one of them when you sign up. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week was no different. When you sign up, you can listen to episodes on the website, of course, but you get access to a password-protected personal RSS feed. You can plug that right into your podcast app, get all the free shows, all of the exclusive programs, and we do yearly RSS archives. So you can, like, uh, subscribe to the 2007 shows. Have every single one of those at your fingertip right from your podcast app. It works with the Apple Podcast app, Overcast, most podcast apps work pretty well with the sideshow you know, on Android and iOS. There's instructions on the website how to get your uh, feed working with your podcast app and which apps you should use if you're having trouble, stuff like that. Superfreaksideshow.com, that's the address. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or even a lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Thank you to all of my Sideshow Freaks. You guys are the reason this show continues. This is how I make my living. So if you like TV, consider supporting it. There are other ways to help me out. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Thank you to all of my patrons and, of course, Sideshow members. Three very quick stories now. First up, a video posted to social media is revealing more details about the reported assault on Bernalillo County Sheriff Manny Gonzalez. This took place, by the way, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The sheriff was at a campaign event in Albuquerque. He is running for mayor. I have a real problem with how the news is reporting this. First of all, the sheriff was not assaulted. The sheriff was speaking at a campaign event, and someone flew a penis drone. The penis drone drone was buzzing around the mayor... As he was talking, 
And that's the assault, basically. According to a criminal complaint, Gonzalez was giving a speech at Revel Entertainment when a drone dangling an adult toy started to fly in front of him. The owner of Revel reportedly pulled the drone from the air, prompting a 20-year-old man to grab the drone from the owner. I happen to have some audio and video here if you want to hear it. Let's see. I'm running on a quality. (laughs) You can't even see the penis drone yet. You you can hear the buzzing, like you know something's coming. I'm running on a quality, not a quantitative message, okay? So, if so. Yeah, (laughs) you can just tell that the sheriff is a little frazzled when he notices it. Yeah, he's stunned. He totally pauses there. He's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, I love analyzing every frame of this video. Like it's the fucking Zapruder film. So... Is that a dong on a drone? Yes, that is a dong on a drone. Good eye. Very observant. I don't care what party affiliation you are. I think this should happen to all candidates. I I can't get enough of this. More dongs on drones. Is that a dong on a drone? We have a a gentleman over here that's like he's trying to be cute. So... I love that there's just there's a few people giggling in the audience. So, Most people are horrified. If you want to ever come and talk to me as a sheriff, I can tell you that. As a mayor, I can tell you the same Careful. thing. See, now, I, I, the problem here is that the uh, the dong drones started flowing rather low, low enough that someone could just grab it. Someone someone grabbed the, the, the drone by the shaft. That's the owner of uh, Revel Entertainment. And then the owner of the drone comes flying and he's like, don't you dare touch my drone! And they start to tussle. Hey, 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 hey! Turns into a uh, a little brawl there. Quote, at some point, some people sprung up and they were carrying signs and it was a coordinated effort. Very intentional. And these people were trained, Gonzalez said. First of all, there's like 20 people at this campaign rally. Second of all, how... How much training is involved in holding up signs that say, like, Gonzalez sucks while flying a penis drone around? It's not like these people went through a lot of, like, military exercises to get them ready for this. It's some fucking goofballs, right? After unsuccessfully trying to grab the drone, 20-year-old Kalen Dreyer balled up his fist and swung it. He, I think he's the drone owner, right? The complaint stated that Gonzalez attempted to move out of the way and was struck in the hands. Oh, so the, so he was kind of assaulted. I didn't see that in the video. Look, drones are very inexpensive. And so are dongs. That is, unless you use promo code FREAK at adamandeve.com. 50% off just about any item, including dongs that can... But most of them could be fashioned and uh, fastened to drones. Maybe. I don't know. That's not their intended use. But if you have a drone and you need a dong, give it a shot. AdamandEve.com promo code freak. You know, they have more than just dongs. They also have vibrators, Benoit balls, lotions, lubes, adult movies, fuck furniture. If it's adult in nature, Adam and Eve has you covered. Use promo code freak and get 50% off just about any one item. Plus, Free shipping on your entire order. Adam and Eve will also load you up with a bunch of free gifts. It's not a bad deal. Again, promo code freak at adamandeve.com. And that, my friends, that's called a ninja commercial. See how I just (laughs) snuck in there? One second, I'm talking about penis drones. Next up, I'm giving out promo codes. You never know when you're going to get hit over the head 
with a commercial for Adam and Eve. Or when you're going to get hit over the head with a dong. Watch out for those drones flying overhead. Sneaky little bastards. All right, uh, Gonzalez is not seen being assaulted on video because a man steps in the way of the camera. Oh, that's why I didn't see it. Okay. Gonzalez said he tried to take a swing at me and he glanced across my arm and struck me. See, I don't really think he was aiming for Gonzalez. I think he was just trying to get his drone back. I think he was trying to fight or, or punch the guy who was uh, holding on to his drone. I just took a step back. It wasn't anything I was very concerned about. I've been in a lot worse situations. Yeah, I'm a real man. Vote for me. According to court documents, Dreyer never intended to hit the sheriff, but was upset that Manny was answering a question from the crowd in a disrespectful way. He stated that he did ball his fist and he was going to swing them through the air and leave. <laughs> a spokesman for Sheriff Gonzalez's campaign said an off-duty deputy de-escalated the assailant's efforts. Dreyer was pinned to the ground and then taken into custody. Gonzalez said he will not let the incident intimidate him. I mean, I know you want to act like you are in danger and you're a big tough guy. I'm not going to let this bring my campaign down. I am going to forge forward for the people of New Mexico. Like, dude, there was a penis flying in your face. That's pretty much it. I understand the First Amendment. And if you want to come to an event like that, that we're hosting, you have the right to, sp to speak freely. But at the point where you commit a crime with the people that we have there, you're going to go to jail, Gonzalez said. Yeah, well, he's all about law. He is a sheriff. Uh, second story we have for you today. Oh, looky here. This one comes from my home state of Ohio. I'm excited. One might even say enthused about this news story. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so In a while. Uh, yes, the story comes from Ohio. A 70-year-old Ohio man who told cops he was a, quote, Trump man, confessed to repeatedly urinating and shitting in front of neighbors' homes because the residents are Democrats and they support Joe Biden. Jerry Dietrich, the accused serial pooper, was cited Sunday for littering... <laughs> littering after the homeowner caught him in the act at around 3 15 a.m in greenville a western ohio city investigators say that matthew guyette called 911 after spotting a man squatting down and relieving himself near a private hedge outside of the home matthew guyette 59 shares the home with his husband oh hate crime hate crime you're gonna get sued out of existence you son of a bitch you're shitting in the wrong gay's yard. Upon being confronted by Guyette, the suspect got up and walked away from the property. He didn't even wipe. Sounds like a Trump supporter. Based on a description provided by Guyette, police subsequently identified Dietrich, a retired high school teacher, as a suspect in the pre-dawn pooping. Dietrich lives a couple of blocks uh, from Guyette's residence. During police questioning, Dietrich reportedly admitted to urinating in Guyette's yard on May 30th, and also he admitted to previously shitting on the victim's property multiple times. 
Dietrichs, cops say, admitted targeting the home because Guyette and his spouse are Democrats and support Joe Biden while he's a Trump man. A patrolman noted that Dietrich's statement leads me to believe this incident is politically motivated. I think it's more gastrointestinally motivated, but agree to disagree. Cited for littering, Dietrich is scheduled to be arraigned June 8th uh, on the misdemeanor count. In a Facebook post following Dietrich's bust, Diet wrote of an eventful early morning in the apprehension of the man who's been shitting in our front yard for the past 10 years. His quote, not mine. The pooper, Guyette noted, would leave behind three or four crumpled up restaurant napkins he used to clean himself. So he did wipe himself. He's not a complete animal. That was my clue that I had a visitor. Shitting on people's property really seems to be a GOP thing. That's what the P in GOP stands for. Grand old poopers. It wasn't too long ago we were playing audio from uh, a video where a guy found Nancy Pelosi's house. We're like in San Francisco or whatever. Took a big shit in her driveway. If I was this guy's attorney, I would try to use the defense of, like, political protest. Worth a shot, right? Final story we have for you today. Uh, I've been telling you guys that uh, I kind of got sucked into that TikTok app. It is a real time waster. There's a lot of like, you know, kind of funny, you know, short 15, 30 second videos. It's great for someone with a a short attention span like me. That being said, there are a lot of idiots on there and they're all doing the same stupid shit. They're all morons. That's why this idea of like challenges is is very popular because it's like it it gives these guys an easy way to create content. Oh, I'm going to do the chili pepper challenge where I see how many chili peppers I can shove up my ass before it becomes unbearable or what, you know, whatever. They filmed themselves doing that. Uh, there is another challenge that uh, just caused a TikToker to have a heart attack. Plenty of dangerous TikTok challenges have gone viral over recent months, but the latest trend almost became deadly after a 20-year-old influencer said it triggered a heart attack. The craze is called dry scooping, where you eat kitty litter that has been dried and clumped up. You're eating cat shit basically. No, that's not the dry scoop challenge. That's coming though. I'm going to see if I can get that started. (laughs) I want that to trend. The craze is called dry scooping and it involves swallowing pre-workout powder before you mix it in like water or whatever. Before you dilute it you you just ingest as much of the dry powder as possible I guess. Uh, This powder tends to have an energizing effect, which means it has some concentrated caffeine or meth or something. The supplement is typically made of amino acids, B vitamins, caffeine, creatine, artificial sweeteners, stuff like that. Ingesting it dry is supposed to intensify the effect and, you know, hype you up. That's what TikTokers need. They need to be more animated. One woman who tried dry scooping coughed the powder all over her boyfriend who had seamlessly swallowed it moments before her. I think I have that video here. Let's see. Hi, guys. We're going to do the dry scoop challenge. Oh, he doesn't even say anything. He just takes the scoop. First part, you can't really hear anything. It's the guy, the boyfriend doing it. And, you know, he does drink water. So he puts the dry stuff, a scoop of the dry stuff in his mouth and then washes it down with water. She doesn't use it. Oh, and the, the powder went all over because she was coughing it up. She's dumb, though, because the guy took the scoop, put it in his mouth, and then immediately drank water as he was swallowing. She just tried to swallow the, the dry powder 
by itself. Fucking moron. All right. Uh, there are a number of videos with similar reactions. Uh, discomfort reminiscent of the cinnamon challenge. An early 2010 uh, internet trend where people tried to swallow a spoonful of cinnamon. It wasn't just a quirky video for TikTok user and OnlyFans creator Brittany Portillo. She said in a now viral post that she had a heart attack after giving the trend a shot. She And if you've ever seen some of these TikTok videos, sometimes the, the people don't even talk. They, there's just text on the screen. So there's like video of her. She's like staring at the camera. There's like a video effect on her like strobe lights or like some sort of rainbow effect on her face. And the text says, I tried the dry scoop challenge and then I had a heart attack, but it's hard to take her seriously when this fucking music is playing in the background. And her face is painted like a clown. TikTok is so fucking annoying. You just get the idea. Like you just get the sense that these people are trying so incredibly hard. To be funny or interesting and, and get views. Dry scooping is so dangerous. Please blend with water and wait 20 minutes before working out. One user commented. This is why we don't listen to influencers. Another person said. Uh, the TikToker and OnlyFans whore said. Uh, after dry scooping her pre-workout powder. She started feeling itchy. <laughs> she started feeling itchy and tingly. A quick Google search revealed that it's not an unusual reaction, so she went on with her workout. I started to feel a heavy feeling in my chest and a slight pain, but it wasn't too bad. I thought it was maybe anxiety or a panic attack, so I decided to ignore it. She just pushed through her workout, which is exactly what you want to do if you're having a heart attack. Lifting, running, just the more st strenuous on your heart, the better. All right. It wasn't just anxiety, though. She started to feel nauseous and lightheaded. So she went home to take a shower, then headed to work. At work, things started to get worse again. I started sweating and I was drenched, even though I was wearing a bikini <laughs> at work. You know, only fans. Then my chest pain came back and this time it was more intense. The pain went to my back and to my left arm, and my left arm went slightly limp, so I knew those were symptoms of a heart attack. I called 911, and the ambulance came. At the hospital, she went through a series of tests, which ultimately determined that she had an NSTEMI, N-S-T-E-M-I, which is a type of heart attack that's less damaging to the heart. They said to stay away from caffeine and watch what I take, especially pre-workout, since it isn't regulated by the FDA. I wonder if at any point she said, I was an idiot and I just ate the powder on its own. I didn't dilute it in water. Is that bad? Should I not have done that? Uh, so now she's a big advocate. Uh, you know, she's trying to raise awareness. Guys, don't eat scoops of workout powder by itself. Like, y y this is not something that you need to tell normal people. We know. All right, uh, she's now recovering, and she wanted to get her story out there to raise awareness. <laughs> Here's another direct quote. Being 20, I would never assume I'd get a heart attack from pre-workout. I just want people to be careful with what they're consuming. Just because you see it online, even if it's fitness influencers doing it, it doesn't mean it's safe. Being young doesn't mean we're invincible. It's just another installment of those damn tiktards. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. 
But I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. I'm all over social media, at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. A great place to, to meet other listeners and share funny stuff. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's first check in with a patron who called... Hey, Tim, Ziggo. Uh, two things. A few weeks ago, someone wants to know if the men like or found you attractive. Um, now, I do think you are quite attractive, but then again, I like past middle-aged dudes. Um, only if they're hot, though, so make of that what you will. Uh, then your story about your personal Facebook page... I agree that it is good for your mental health to balance your professional life and your personal life. Now, my question is, how can I put in a barrier between my personal life and Haley's comments? Any help on that would be appreciated. I wish I had an answer for you, and I think a lot of people are asking that that very same question. They're interested. They're following this thread. Poor Haley's comment. He's always getting shit in the voicemail section. Hey, boo. Part of the community... There are a lot of homeless people in some of these areas that I frequent. Yeah, you're in California, right? There's a huge homeless problem right now. And even though they don't have a home, they're part of the community. And I see them more than I see part of the community. Right, because they're always out there on the corner. Because the community lives in houses, and they don't come outside, and they're all wrapped up in Facebook. But this dude's always standing around, crossing the street, yelling at a light pole, asking for change. I mean, he really is part of the community. A fixture. All right. Well, thank you for that viral ham fucker. Viral ham fucker. And my origins are unknown. Viral ham fucker. Fuck, I'm in L.A. getting stuff. Yeah, Spiral doesn't really comment on the content of the show. He just, uh, you know, he has his own agenda. He wants to talk about the homeless population. All right, sure. Why not? Thank you, Spiral ham, ham fucker. Oh, hey, Claire. Hello. Uh, Heartless Two Faggot. Um, couple of things. Uh, I'm way behind, as always. But uh, that bitch that was complaining about taking the DoorDash delivery like 40 minutes and only getting a fucking $8 tip. Yes, it was a clip we played a while ago. And then she she got angry. She said, "I think you uh, I th- I think you didn't tip correctly. I think uh, you meant to tip me more." And he's like, "No." I did. I tip you an appropriate amount, and then she just she took the food. She wouldn't. She wouldn't give it. Like I'm gonna bring it back to the restaurant. Hey, fuck that bitch. Yeah. I deliver pizza. An eight dollar tip is a good tip. And uh, also, I'm pretty sure as a DoorDash driver, you know where the person is at, right? Where the where they're located, and where the restaurant you're going to is located. So you can sort of make the decision if you want to. Uh, to to take it or not, right? Uh, I don't get to choose my deliveries. So, yeah, fuck her. And secondly, um, the first of the year, I think it is, you're playing a brony who's singing um, terribly on his YouTube channel. Um, And I just had an observation. I think he sounds a little bit like Michael Jackson if he never learned to fucking sing. Like, his voice sounds like (laughs) Michael, but no talent at all. So... A no talent brony Michael Jackson. Anyway, keep up the good work. Good description. Go back and listen to that uh, towards the beginning of the year. Skeppy, don't get a pervert. I'm trying my hardest not to. Thank you for your concern. Hey, Tim, listen to that episode where it needs uh, 
modern day streamer. He's got the Matador costume on. <laughs> really got to look at his timing. Absolutely awful. You put a metronome to need garbage. Very, very unprofessional. <laughs> um, he's got to step it up. And, uh, you hear that, Mead? If you're listening to the podcast, get yourself a metronome. Okay. Time yourself. Boy. Not professional. All right. <laughs> Have you not been to a frat parody? <laughs> we all know what Jungle Juice is. Have you been to a frat party? Yes. Uh, hey, Tim. Hello. It's uh, show member TJ from Chicago. I have no idea why, but I really just felt like calling up to the voicemail line and that stupid kid, a gay, good gay impression, faggot talking about oh, jungle no. juice. Oh, um, his horrible Midwestern accent yeah. gets me every time. Uh, yeah, stupid voicemail, but you know, I'm a stupid bitch. Can confirm. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. I bet Blanche's cum stained sheets look like Star Wars under the black light. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. Bitch, you to me. I think jungle juice. What's jungle juice? Have you not been to a frat party? No. I'm in high school, obviously. We all know what jungle juice is. Have we been to a frat party? Who? Bye. Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.